Hey, it's me, Stephanie, and this is Sanctioned by Stephanie. Um, and this week we have a comic that is also from Downriver. She is one of my favorite people to watch, especially at my Diva Cup show. <laughs> you were a finalist this year, this this last Diva Cup, right? Yes, I was. Yeah, actually, we 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 deemed you second place. We deemed, it felt pretty good. Yeah, we had we had the Downriver Diva Cup for real, and like the top two were the in the from Downriver, so it was pretty awesome. But uh, you guys, put your hands together for Elise Amadon. Thank you. Very I'm saying much. your name right, right? Yes, you are. Okay, because I because I'm like I'm just saying it how it looks like like you know hooked on phonics worked for me, Good. but um, I was wondering <laughs> if it was like Amadon. Amadon. <laughs> yeah, people always mispronounce my name constantly. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's just French, and you know, Elsie is the number one. Just goes on. If they don't even try to do the last name, but. It's funny when they attempt it because it's like, yeah, it's Amadon, then they feel like stupid because yeah. it's like, yeah, well. So you have a French, your French background for sure. From what I know of 23andMe, yes. <laughs> From 23andYou? <laughs> yes. Okay, weren't you scared to do 23andMe? I did it before the huge conspiracy of them collecting data came out. The Golden State Yeah, killer. I did it for my 25th yeah. birthday. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. so you did it a couple so years back. So this was some back. years back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yonder. <laughs> so, Elise, um... You are a comedian. You were from Downriver originally then? Or no? Uh, yeah, I was born in Dearborn, stayed there for a couple of years, but then our family moved around a lot. Uh, my dad was a mechanic, like master mechanic, so he was able to do that and make great money. Yeah. So most of my childhood was up north. Oh, really? A lot of it, yes. Okay, so you grew up, like, what area? Well, from Gladwin, <laughs> so like Sugar Springs, which is like Ross Common, West Branch, that mm -hmm. whole area by Higgins, mm -hmm. Holton Lake. And then, I mean, we moved probably like over 10 times just from me being in an elementary. So, uh -huh. but it was uh, all the way to Escanaba <laughs> after Gladwin. Oh, damn, you so were up in the UP. I was up in the UP. <laughs> I'm a trooper, trolling a youper. Trolling a youper? Yeah. <laughs> And then um, when we, uh, when my dad had his open heart surgery up there, my mom left him and moved back down river in Riverview. Okay. Because that's where my grandma was living with, like, my right. uncle. You know, like, that's where her family was mostly based out of. Mm -hmm. But my dad liked up north because he didn't like the city. So he stayed up there. Oh, yeah. So you commuted back and forth to visit and everything. All the time. Yeah, okay. And so, um, so you grew up down here. Where'd you go to school? Um, I started in Riverview for most of... Um, kind of off and on. For most, yeah. You butt pirates. I'm a butt pirate, for sure. I like the booty. <laughs> it was all right, though, because in Forest, it was, like, one of the best elementaries. Yeah, yeah. And so that was kind of cool to know that, like, I did have a good quality you education. Had good education growing up, yeah. Yeah. A lot of the Downriver schools are really good. Like, yeah. I mean, there's, I, when we decided to, you know, to have children, it was like, oh, we don't have to worry about taking them to a fancy school or anything because pretty much the public school system here is pretty, pretty decent. Well, Michigan yeah. does have the highest paid teachers yeah. in the state, you yeah. know, in the whole state. So it is a good, it's a good thing. So, I mean, I had a good childhood when my parents were married. Mm -hmm. I had a brother that's nine years older than me. Oh, okay. So me and him always kind of sat in a van when my dad and my mom would like hustle between my dad's mechanic jobs. Mm-hmm. Which was funny because what they would do is go to like your major like Hudson's, J.C. Penney, fancy stores, mm -hmm. and my dad would cut off the t 
tags off these dress pants. Uh-huh. And then they would go to, um, like, a Salvation thrift store uh-huh. and find, like, those replica of the pants. And then my dad would buy those from the thrift store and then glue the tags back on. And go get the money. And go get the cash because you didn't need a receipt <laughs> back then. That's so awesome. they would make thousands of dollars. And here, they were Jehovah's Witnesses. We I grew up as Jehovah's up- Witnesses. So you grew up as a Jehovah Witness? Yes, I did. So you'd knock on people's doors? All the time. Okay, tell me about that. That was a fun experience. Well, when you're a little kid, I mean, you don't really exactly... You'll go or stay in the car, of course, but like they'll go through sunshine, rain, snowstorm. And it's a whole day thing. It's a good afternoon. Mm -hmm. I kind of found it a little boring. Do you have to do it every week? They do it on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. I still open my door and talk with the witnesses. Yeah. Even though I'm like, you know, a, a Freemason uh, started the whole, you know, religion anyway. So so real quick. So can you give mm-hmm. everyone, everyone listening, a synopsis of what the Jehovah Witness people oh, yeah. believe and don't do? Okay. So it's basically Christianity. Well, they don't believe Jesus died on a cross. Right. Okay. And... You know, the they don't celebrate holidays because a lot of them are pagan. Right. Uh, they don't have, like, even angelicals or, like, worship Mary. You know, like, the Holy Trinity, they're not really into that. So, okay. and they do go by calling them Jehovah instead of a title. Okay. You know, which is, like, Yahweh. I mean, it's translated in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very close to like tight. So if you're in it, you hang out with witnesses, but if it's not like a wedding or a funeral, you really don't hang out with people that are not witnesses. Okay. Which, um, so most people like witnesses get married within yeah the, the congregation, the congregation. Okay. and you have to, before joining my mom would have to like talk to one of the elders about like everything wrong that she's done to really? jo- like to join. So did you feel like it was a cult? Well, growing up, I mean, you're a kid. You don't really know. You know, you just dress up nice and you go to this, like, hall a like, couple times. Leader. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, in a way, I can say it definitely brings a little wildness out of you as you grow up when you have such a conservative, you know, child, like, right. raised, you know, when you're reared. Yeah. What's the first birthday you uh, celebrated then? Actually, it was, uh, I was eight. You're eight. Okay. My Aunt Barbara, my uh, meemaw sister. Yeah. Threw, threw, me, threw you a party. Threw me one. She, like, she needs one. What's your mom's name? Renee. They're like, fuck Renee and her Jehovah <laughs> Witness bullshit. We're giving this baby a birthday sure. party. My family was divided because only like a couple of them were witnesses, but the rest uh, of them weren't. They so couldn't like hook them all. They couldn't hook them all. I know. Oh, and they tried, man. Yeah. Yeah. They would go once in a while for like the big like congregation events and like. You know, my uncles would always try to, like, pick up chicks or something, you know, that yeah. type of thing. But yeah. it was crazy. They're like, we don't put out unless you're with Jehovah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, they would stick. And, I mean, that's the thing is, like, because there is, like, a misperception. But the problem is, like, with sex abuse and all that within religion, mm-hmm. that just goes on in all religion. Like, Jehovah's Witnesses have covered the shit up, too. Yeah. So it's really hard to stand behind when they're not acknowledging it's the same thing, moving people. You know, people are not getting, like you know, told the authorities. So Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where you just don't trust it. Right. As you get older, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. you just kind of see past. And then I would look through it like, all right, women suck. God, you know, God, yeah, I'm already like born damned to hell. And, you know, it just made you want to feel ashamed. Yeah. No, the Catholic religion's a lot like that. Yeah. A lot like it. And it's like, and then like in being a kid that, you know, I'm I'm in the thick of the religion, and I'm like I'm a young girl, and then you start hearing oh Catholic molestation scandals, mm-hmm. and you're like what? Well, here's the kicker, <laughs> is that 
it was like doomsday was every day. Armageddon was just around the corner. I mean, really? so growing up, I just thought that like, okay, the world's going to end soon and I'm not going to see anybody after, you know, the doomsday because they're not Jehovah's Witnesses. And do you think that that like... That scared that the also, shit out of me growing did. up. Oh, God, because I would have nightmares. Like all my friends at school. Yeah, everyone that I love. Everyone is, I yeah, love is going to be gone. Yeah. Fuck. And it was like, yeah, and I would have like zombie nightmares all the time. But now you look at it and you're like, oh, they just wanted me to recruit people. It was almost as if, yeah, that yeah. is a good selling point. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And I say, you know, it keeps people online, right? Right. No. <laughs> I mean, it does. It does. I mean, it's like, but it, it's so funny to me how like some of these religions just start, they just seem like, like multi, multi-level marketing schemes. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, because they all want money. But based in fear. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> they were asking people to donate towards new carpet, and yeah. the carpet looked nice. Like, what is, you know, like, why why not donate money to maybe a homeless shelter or something to, like, help the oh, community? Let's do this, yeah. I mean, that's why I want to start my own religion. Yeah. All you need to do is just um, <clears throat> have a book. What would be the name of your religion? Cult. Just cult? Yep. It would be, like, comedy... You know, universal okay. love and trust. Yeah. Okay. All right. There we go. <laughs> and we wouldn't have I a, a saint in your religion. Please. <laughs> you know, I have a feeling there's a few of us that'll get that like saintlyhood <laughs> in the well, cult yeah. religion. Um, so, okay. So growing up Jehovah witness, do, is, is your mom still a witness or is she out now? Um, my mama passed away. Oh, sorry. I don't know. Hey, it's fine. 2017. 13 months after my dad so so i lost both parents before yeah and i was like um i was just turning 26 when my mom died my dad yeah and and you have a son i have one son and and you had him pretty young yes yeah which is kind of cool now because you got to at least have grandparent moments Right, right. You know, I did a lot of shit young. I was fast. Yeah. But, I mean, now I look back and I'm like, well, I'm happy I did because, I mean, my parents didn't have that much time here. Yeah, and you didn't know that. I mm-hmm. mean, it kind of worked out for them to, so that they could know their grandson. Yeah, oh, yeah. And that's the thing. My uh, son will always remember them, had yeah. good moments before seeing them really, like, deteriorate. And be sick, yeah. Yeah, because no one wants to see that. No, not at all. It was hard. So, um, so... You lose both parents within a year, 2017. Um, then what's going on with you? What are you, well, what are you? What are you up to? What are you doing? So basically when my dad had died, I was living on the east side, and I had to come back down river because my mom wasn't doing well. Right. And I had just got out of an engagement. I was going to, uh, you know, Macomb County. Uh, come on, not county yet, but uh, community college, which was mm. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Working at Dave and Buster's, you know, like you busting my ass. Side. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't smoking weed. I was pretty like living straight, <laughs> arrow. But the thing was, I was pretty um stuck up. Oh yeah. Okay. I would look down on people. I was really judgmental oh. at that time. Okay. You know, because I thought I was better because I finally had got out down river, and you know, right. I'm not going to be like a drug addict like my brother was. And, right. You know what I mean? Like I was, you know, trying to like, like ride I'm a higher horse. Life. Yeah. I'm not messing around with you. <laughs> yeah. No, and I mean, yeah. I was just having a better quality of life for me. You know, for me, and my son. So mm-hmm. when I had to move back down here, it was kind of a bummer. Yeah. You know, like coming back with my tail between my legs, like damn it. Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting a house in Wyandotte when my mom was, you know, sick. 
Yeah, so I ended up spending a lot of time with her. Like, I had to quit Dave & Buster's, quit school. Mm-hmm. I tried going to a Wayne community, but I just couldn't because between her and my son, yeah, it just was hard to balance Everything. a lot. Yeah, because I had... When you're a caregiver, it's a lot on you. I mean, oh, yeah. like, I've taken care of my grandfather in home, you know, every mm-hmm. single day, and it's a lot. Oh, it was. And, I mean, having to, like, change your mother's diaper... Absolutely. And stuff like that, like that kind of, you know what I mean? Like I had to be strong. For Yo, the I family. saw my grandpa's dick like every day. Yeah, <laughs> man, like exactly. Now I know where I got my pussy from for my grandma. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, hey, you gotta what you know, you gotta do what you have to do, clean them up, and <laughs> make sure they don't get a yeast infection. Yeah, no one wants that, bread. <laughs> so, so you're back down river. Yeah, and it um it affected a lot because I was really close to my father. Like, I didn't have daddy issues, mm-hmm. you know, thankfully, mm-hmm. which is kind of odd because I show every symptom of it. But <laughs> Right, same. <laughs> but Same, we're both like daddy's girls, yeah. but we both are like, hey, maybe, what's yeah. questionable about this person? Is her dad in the picture? Right, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I had like four parents, too. Once my parents divorced, because mm-hmm. they were married for 18 years. Oh, okay. And I was planned, which yeah. is kind of cool, on their anniversary. Okay. So I was like, and he was um, sober from alcohol because my parents both loved to party. Yeah. I had the coolest parents, though. Yeah. Yeah, like my dad never yelled at me. You know what I mean? Always sat down and talked. But my mom was kind of bipolar, which I expect, you know. But she had a heart of gold. Like, she was the nicest person ever. Like, everyone loved her. Why does this sound like my family, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so... There was, I mean, Down River knows how to party. <laughs> yeah, like it was just a little bit of clash and trash, you know, a little class and trash. Like, That's what you say. And I just was very happy to have them as parents. So I'm always gonna be thankful, even though it wasn't a long time. I did get quality love. Like my dad didn't beat my mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like things could be just so much worse. Yeah. So I just appreciate it, at least for like that time. Yeah. And they were cool as people. Like I have a bunch of dead parent jokes and i mean some of them people might feel it's distasteful but i know somewhere like my dad's laughing yeah because yeah, that's how they were like always hollering dirty jokes yeah so so you're so um mom's sick you're taking care of her and then like what's going on with you well damn so in one week when i got a house i ended up getting in a bad car accident which me and my son were okay and the dog was okay Oh, the dog was in the car, too. Yeah, we had the whole... Yeah, we're packing up, getting ready to get we out of here. We almost lost Rover, yo. Exactly. And none of us were wearing seatbelts, but the fact that we were in his Jeep. Mm. Like, we hit this Toyota going almost, like, 50 through, like, Allen and Eureka. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Damn. And he didn't have a license. Oh. So that screwed him both. The car wasn't registered in uh, my name either. So it was one of these like, legal battles. This is an illegal downriver uh, accident. Yeah. So I ended up hitting three cars after that. <gasps> but everybody was okay. Like, it was just one of that ricochet. Ricochet thing. You know? Yeah. And thank God everyone's okay. Uh-huh. I mean, me and my son, like, we didn't have a scratch on us. So right. that's why I endorse Jeep. Go buy a Jeep. <laughs> the older Jeep. They're so I super swear. expensive, but it's worth that yeah man so i was that's i was thankful you know at least to be but like my brother had stolen the engagement ring and like two thousand dollars from me when i was staying at my mom's house because unfortunately my what engagement ring from the uh, broken engagement oh from the broken engagement oh shit okay so he took the ring yeah and some money from your mom's while you were staying with her yes okay so because my brother was just bad on the drugs ever since i can remember like what was his drug of choice he started on crack 
at Jesus 14. Jesus Christ. Yeah, my uncle. This, uh, is, a, this is a downriver story. It is. My <laughs> aunt, my mom's cousin got my uh, cousin and my brother on it. Did he smoke weed before that or anything? I mean, yeah. He was like, I remember, okay. you know, a little bit. Because I'm like, you don't just start with crack, right? Like, you got to at least try, I mean, to, like, try to smoke some weed before that. Crack you know? is the gateway. Crack <laughs> is the gateway. Crack is. is the gateway. I think they, like, smoked it around the same time. Maybe weed and the crack together. So, brother you know? stole your shit. And All then the time. Hap- and then what happened? All the time. So, and it was on a, like I said, I was transitioning to coming from the east side. You know, because right. movies aren't, you know, cheap to do. So, yeah. as I'm, like, doing that, I lose a car. I right, I lost, like, the down payment on the house, pretty much. And then mm-hmm. uh, I had to kind of stay there and just kind of, like, bite my lip, you right. know, just for the sake of not, like, stressing my mom out. But, yeah, my brother, like, drug addiction is one of those things where, like, I have such a deep compassion because I've seen, like, grew up to someone struggling. Right. But then yet, you know, it's one of those things where you got to, like, you, you can't help people that are not helping themselves. Because mm-hmm. you can easily be taken advantage of. Yep. And, I mean, it's a real it's a real struggle because, I mean, it sucks how they can have all the fun and get high, but then the family gets all the symptoms. The mess. Yeah, we get the symptoms of all the anxiety and bullshit yeah. from yeah. it. Yeah, You know, nope. so always having to hide my shit, like, growing up, it was mm-hmm. just one of those things of, like, Mom, you know, Jeremy just stole this, you know, TV's always gone. It was just like, God damn, couldn't really keep much. Right. So is your brother clean now or is he 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 gets off the wagon. It's like a bull. He kind of gets on and sometimes Um, falls off. But he gets back on. And he has a beautiful wife and children. Mm -hmm. Beautiful children. Yeah. So, I mean, he. it's it's a wonder that my brother's alive because... He's overdosed over 20 times on paper. Holy shit. And I actually want to get, like, an FOIA on his admiss, mm-hmm. you know, into the hospital right. with him. Because it's almost one of those things I want to submit to world record. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, Jesus. <laughs> That's a lot. It's a lot. No, it wasn't. I mean, I remember one time it was, like, two or, there was, like, two or three in one week. Dude, you should just write a movie about him. Just call it Unbreakable 2. It really is. <laughs> Undruggable. I, mean, I swear. And that's the thing. So when he went from crack to heroin, it wasn't like the cost difference was any better or whatnot. But he wasn't looking for police and, you know, shutting all the shades on heroin. He was just nodding out from oh everybody. Oh, my God. So it went from one extreme to another. And that's the thing. What sucks is my brother was Hollywood good looking. Like, very, mm-hmm. I mean... Like, I'm GQ model type. And it sucked that, like, he got into, like, all that crap at such a young age because yeah. he had so, t- you know, even football, he was a great athlete. Like, yeah. The potential to be anything, but he ended up going down that road. And he's almost 10 years older than you? Yeah. Okay. Dang. Damn. Yeah. So, um, so let's get to the nitty gritty of it because <laughs> you have one of the craziest stories that I've ever heard. <laughs> and this story is okay so i'll tell you how it came to be in my brain or how okay. i found out about it so like someone had seen a picture of you at diva cup at the one we did at parts and labor okay and said your outfit was cute and was like and i was like she was really funny you know and i'm like and i always say like 
Elise cracks me up when she's on the fly. Like she, like Elise will just be like, kiss my pussy fuckers. <laughs> like she'll just go nuts, you know? So I just said, I was like, I was like, yeah. And, um, and they were like, did you know that this happened? So I want you to tell me about what this is. Okay. Which actually ties into like the mom dying. Cause okay. I met him right when my mom was passing. Okay. So you met this guy. Yes. What's his name? His name um, was uh, Charles and Kennedy. So I shot at Kennedy. Oh my God. That's so funny. Shout so, out to Charles. Hope, you know, tell us what, tell good. us what happened. Um, well, um, I, when my mom passed, I was just cling, you know, at a vulnerable moment, started dating him, which I met him through a not a really good friend because she ended up screwing me over on a lot of money. But mm. we started, you know, like things moved fast where he started like living with me within like a month because okay. I was moving out and kind of need out. You know what I mean? Right. So he was just like my ride or die guy, you know, like yeah. me and him got along very well. And what had happened was when my mom had passed, my son, when, um, when I was moving from Wyandotte to Riverview, because I had to move again, because right when my mom passed was when my lease was up. And right. They, and they even, like, they let me go a month over out of sympathy. But, because your mom died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like I had to get out, like, yeah. literally pack within, like, the week of a funeral. Yeah, yeah. So, and then my son was staying at my stepdad's house. Well, my stepdad is an, was 21 years older than my mom. So she was like an Anna Nicole for it. Oh, but, really? Yeah, but, like, reverse, because she died before him. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wild. So, oh, it gets, it gets crazier. So my ex, which is my son's father, ended up, like, staying at my stepdad's house, because my stepdad had a nice big house. And okay. mind you, my brother's still on the loose doing drugs, too. Right. So they're all taking advantage of him. Right. They moved in, like, a bunch of meth heads. They had a like a kind of almost like a brothel. Oh my god! Running out of it, the mayor of Riverview sent my stepdad a letter like, "Please shut down whatever you got going, <laughs> traffic business going on. We know, and we were like they were gonna report him to FBI. Right? Like oh, man. they're part of the reason why Backpage was shut down. Jesus, my house actually got my mom's house actually got shot up, a, like a month into like all of that. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And at the time. Of moving and, you know, with the boyfriend. And all that craziness. Yeah. And, I mean, I had my son, but, of course, you know, like, there's nowhere for us to, like, you know, I just wanted to make the home first. So, CPS right. got involved uh-huh. with um, my, him being at my stepdad's, which, after, you know, they came in, I was like, all right, well, here, we're ready, you know. So, his dad had to pretty much come and, like, say that he was with me mm-hmm. so when i was at work my son had babysitting because he couldn't stay at my stepdad right okay. because of the situation it was because mostly like the methods right they didn't really know about the uh the dad you know his dad like what his you know they didn't know what was his really, shenanigans yeah, exactly yeah and i didn't really that. know at the time either because i just didn't really like i don't know like we didn't get along right so we had to play it off like, yeah, you know, when I'm at work, he's staying here. Well, he took advantage of that and started staying here when I had, you know, the boyfriend. Oh, okay. So, and him and the boyfriend were friends. At your apartment. At, yeah, at okay. the apartment. Okay. And he wouldn't leave. Like, 
I, and it was getting to the point where, like, he wasn't helping with Mateo when, you know, if me and Charlie had to go run or do something. You know what I mean? Like, he was just, me and Charlie looked at each other like we wanted to get rid of him. Right, Cause, right. Because, you know what I mean? Like, he was just god-awful at the time. Like, he was on coke. Like, yeah. Just doing a bunch of, just most annoying person ever. So you and the boyfriend were stressed out because of the baby daddy. Yes, it was a really, and really. And the baby daddy had to be there because he couldn't be at the house. Yes. Okay. And this was just for like, you know, this, like I said, this was only to show CPS. Just for During few, the day when yeah, you were at like work. Just like a few days. Just, yeah. just playing this off. But he just wanted, he didn't know where to go because Chuck was kicking, every, you know, with mm-hmm. all what was going on. He wanted yeah. to try to like clinch on to like me and my relationship so like he had him like try take him everywhere and uh in my car <coughs> so the night of this the night before mm-hmm. um my ex was trying to like you know okay you know ditch charlie you know it, it should be me and you and i'm just like oh like i would i would rather die yeah. than never be with you again so that night him and charlie end up taking my car and shut their phones off. And, of course, yeah, I'm pissed. So I went to my friends. Uh, and I took, like, a half of a Xanax and watched a movie with her. Like, had a night, you know? Yeah. I was, like, figured, like, I'm not going to stress out what they're doing. I'm going to the fuck out. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, I'm pissed off. Yeah. Well, I ended up, go- after the movie, going to the apartment, just going to sleep. Like, hey, you know? Like, because their phones were off. There's nothing I wasn't doing. Yeah. So I woke up. I want to say in the evening, because I mean, like, it was like I was walking in and when it was like daylight. Right. And I wake up in the evening and they're both on the couch sleeping together. What? And I had like a sectional. So it wasn't like they were holding each other, but they were they're together like, sleeping on the couch. Like foot to foot? Oh, it, oh, pretty, like head to head almost. Head to head almost. Yeah, okay. like it was just a little odd. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, why isn't he in bed with me, my boyfriend? Like, right. why isn't the boyfriend in bed with Even me? Even if he was completely wasted, like, you still would be like uh, foot to head. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, was, it was just a weird, like, okay, and that's the thing, like, with what my ex was, all this shit, he, I don't trust So the you. two of them were hanging out. Yeah. And they passed out on the couch Big together. Bender. Yes. Big Bender. Big Bender. And you wake up to this. Yeah. And, and I. what happened next? I didn't want to wake them up. I just took a shower. I was like, I'm okay. going to go to the gym. I'm just going to, you know, slide on out mm-hmm. with my car, you know. So as I'm leaving in my apartment, I'm, in, you know, getting in my car. And I look up to put the keys in. And I see Charlie right behind me. And he was, like, really aggressive and, like, knocking on my door, like, you know, where, you, where the in fuck the are car? you going? Yeah, I was okay. in the car already. So you he was already car. standing outside. He's like, where the fuck are you going? Yeah. I'm like, none of your fucking business. Like, right. you, just, you guys just, like, stole my car. Like, I'm not telling you anything. Right. So as I'm putting the key in the ignition to, like, put the headlights on, because, you know, it was, like, an older Malibu. He runs up the hood on my car and puts his body through my windshield. Through it? Yes. Like. Jesus Christ. Yeah, right when I, yeah, right like, right as I'm, yeah. So, he's on the car. He breaks through the windshield. Like, it's spider webbing inside. You got glass on you. Yes. And what did you do? I ran out of the car and went into the apartment to wake up Kurt to be like, what the fuck? Because the only person. help, yeah. Yeah, because the only person that's ever attacked me like that was Kurt. Kurt. (laughs) You ran to your old attacker. Yes, and that's what fucked me up because I'm thinking like, did Kurt tell him that he did that? Because that's a very odd thing. Kurt did the same kind of thing? I swear, yeah, he did the same thing and I was seven months pregnant. Years before. 
I was only 18 when this Jeez. happened. You're, yeah, and I'm thinking like this is weird. And he jumped on your car and yeah, the same thing happened. And put his body through my windshield. So you're like majorly triggered. Oh, God. And, and there was this woman that was sitting out, standing outside. And she saw the whole a thing. Whole fucking whole thing. So okay. he chases me into my apartment. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, and I was able to like, you know, get into the apartment. I'm waking up Kurt like, hey, Charlie's gone fucking crazy. What the fuck? And he didn't even like bat an eyelash. Really? Yeah, so it wasn't like he was like, oh, you know, like, what the fuck? Like, kind of like, I did not feel protected. So I grabbed my gun. So you grabbed your gun? Yes. And, and it was registered. I just wasn't, um, I didn't take the CPL class. Okay, so you grab your gun because you feel threatened? Yeah, because I was like, he's not helping me. You think he's going to kill you? Well, I was thinking almost like this is, is this is a setup. Because of just With like, the two of them? Yeah, because I don't trust you. Because I've had like three PPOs on Kurt. Like, I've went through shit. Mm-hmm. I don't even like her. And you know what I mean? Like, I felt set up. And I mean, both of them know I'm armed. So I would rather me have the thing in my possession than them, right. you know, going in and getting it or anything like that. Because everything was just kind of happening a little fast, you know? So, how did um, he end up getting shot? So, when we were leaving, because I was like, Kurt, we're getting out of the fight. You know, I just. Yeah. didn't want to be in the apartment. And right. then the thing is, is like, with the cops, it was just like, I just didn't, I was talking to a police officer a while ago, which is kind of ties in the story. I mean, I sent him nudes. I won't say who the officer is, but he wasn't allowed to like, even have anybody know he talked to me because like we had the, that Downriver family on the corner. Right, 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 you know right, what I mean? Right. I so I mean. he was like, yeah, no one can know about this. Well, you know, like we were always flirting for like a few months. Well, like I ended up blocking them because uh-huh. like shit was, you know. Got weird, yeah. Yeah. So when I just did not like review cops, like I said, they've been at my mom's house. They even arrested my grandma. Okay. Like I'm just, you know, so. Wait, wait, wait. What'd your grandma get arrested for? My cousin like didn't pay a car note, something like really fucked And they arrested your mama? And they arrested me, mom. Oh, me, mom. I know. Me, mom with the uh, the fentanyl or whatever patch. Morphine patches. Morphine patches. Oh, yeah, man. She had like three of them on her. So. So the gun go like you so he comes does he come at you like what So as we're as I'm proceeding to leave of course Kurt's on the other side as if he was going in the passenger Okay Charlie just kind of runs up on us and as we're about to leave scary yeah and he was like i want my shit you know and he had his tools in my car and at the time i'm thinking like yeah right like what you're gonna get ham because my i mean mind you that he's a tall boy he's like six six right and he was uh, so he was coming on the passenger side and kurt was and like kurt wasn't doing anything to be like hey man back off mind you your windshield's like yeah but yeah. yeah and i just knew that like even being this apartment he's broken into my apartment before right He's like took a hammer to my door when I was in New York before. Like, oh jeez, it's just and then even violence had came about this where like Kurt watched him like cho- like pretty much not choke slam me but like grab me up by my neck and start uh-huh. and he didn't do anything like you would think that you know he didn't intervene at all and he was like man come on stop man come on stop bro and like that's the thing is like Kurt like how everything was I'm like dude. Mm-hmm. Kurt's not helping me. This guy's coming at me. I pulled my gun, and I'm just like, get the fuck back. And he came in closer, and the gun went off. Okay. Because I had my gun, and that's the thing, like, in a different, like, it wasn't like I was wanting to to shoot him. Yeah, because I mean, like, I love, you know. You grabbed it for protection because these motherfuckers aren't going to back off if they come at you. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, and you know, and you've had this happen. He broke your goddamn windshield. Yeah, and the thing is, and I mean, 
it's just one. And, and I mean, they're big guys and it's not like right. I can really do anything <laughs> myself. Exactly. And it's fucked up because they said, like, if I would have just shot both of them, there would have been no one. I wouldn't even have to, like, serve a day in jail. Really? Yeah. But the fact that, like, after I shot them, I panicked. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Call 911? I'm like, oh, I shot the man and wait for an ambulance to come here. And then so what? You, park took, and you took him to the hospital. I fucking put his body, yeah, with a broken windshield and all. And I went, like, 90 down Fort Street to right. take him to South Shore. South Shore. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, I dropped him off. And there was this girl I went to Down River High School with <laughs> that fucking was in the emergency. And when the cops had went there because of the gunshot, when she was able to be like, oh, yeah, that was Alicia Humana. So, <laughs> so, so Trent had Riverview call me. Snitch, bitch. I know. And, and, um, the, and the Riverview cop that uh, called me when I got home, because after the thing, you know, I just put my gun in my passenger floor. Yeah. I didn't want to touch. It, you know, I wasn't gonna like, um, you know, faggle with it. I just yeah. figured, like, hey, this is now probably evidence, just yeah, gonna put it in, just you know, <laughs> She's like, it's probably evidence, you know. So, I'm gonna lock up the car, just put it in the passenger, and I ended up um, not call the cops like immediately. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too. I, I just was like, I called uh, the You're girl, like, why am I gonna rat on myself? The chick from high school is gonna do it yeah. for me, <laughs> and then that's the thing. When I got that phone call, I was just kind of because they had the cop that I blocked. So, and he was all seeming, like, sincere, like, hey, what's going on? Or, um, I heard, uh, you know, I wanted to ask you about a couple things. And I'm like, all right. So, I'm at my apartment because the girl that I was, you know, with the night before, she lived only, like, apartment over. So, I walked to mine and I waited for the cops. And they come in with their big guns. Oh, my God. You know, like, as if, you know, it's like Oklahoma shooting. They're, you know? like, busting you like it was a drug bust or right, something. Right, right. And they, um, he was like, what's going on? Because they thought that it was the guys that were, like, you know, the ones, like, that were doing it, like, did the shooting. You know, like, oh, did the shot. They thought Kurt shot. Yeah, they, they, it was, like, one of those things. And I was like, no, you know, I. Uh, he attacked me, yeah. yeah. And they're like, well, you're going to have to come down to the station. So they honeypot me with that officer to like, oh, yeah, well, you know, why don't you just talk about, like, why don't you just come to the, um, to the station and make a statement? I'm like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. Like, hey, why wouldn't I? You know, I had a witness. I told them, like, hey, this woman witnessed, you know, the whole, the whole thing, thing, you know? And I went down there and I made my statement. And they were like, well, hold tight. And I'm like, Fuck, dude. So they left me there for like three days and oh my God. I lost like six pounds and Holy six shit. pounds in that three days because I'm crying. I'm upset. Like, does just Kurt have your kid? Kurt ended up breaking into my apartment. And since my kid is on the lease, mm-hmm. they didn't make him leave. And they like, I will get into that in a minute. When okay. I was in jail. All right. All yeah, because right. that was fucked up what happened. But, uh, they uh, were holding me, and when they read me my charges, they were like, attempted murder, felony, like, felonious greedy, assault. Oh, my God, domestic, like, nine felonies. Assault with a dangerous yeah, weapon. Yeah, like, just, I mean, everything they could Fuck. think of. And yeah, no, it, I, when I read the article, I was like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, no, it was like, what the, f-? like, and they then. They threw the book at this girl who looks like a cheerleader. No, the funny part was, was that, like, as soon as they read me my charges, then I had to turn over and take a picture. 
Yeah. And it was like my soul left my body because I'm thinking like, <laughs> dude, they're like trying to like get me. They wanted to do, give me like 40 years in prison. Oh my God. So, I mean, yeah. And then here's your picture. You know, your life's about to, end. you and know, like, I, just, I, I mean, usually I smile for pictures, yeah. but this one it didn't seem appropriate to smile. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, it looked like a sad panda. Oh my God. It was, yeah, well. I ended up going to well, county. Yeah, you probably had panda eyes from getting fucked in the oh, ass. Oh, so it was just... <laughs> yeah, and that food, man. Oh, Beef it up, Rivia. Oh, my God. Yeah, and they were letting Kurt there, and I was just like, why? He's not allowed in my apartment. Because I think, like, mm-hmm. I worked hard to, like, sustain a nice house, yeah. and all my resources and everything is just going to be squandered. Like, and it did. When I was in jail, like, my house... They were squatting. They had to, like, get the sheriffs to evict them. Like, they pretty much ran it as, like, a flop house. Mm. All my good stuff was stolen. I mean, like, all my nice, you know, things that I worked hard for. Just even down, like, my paintings and, like, little stuff that mattered. My laptop with all my pictures, like, my parents' pictures, videos of them with my son. Mm -hmm. Everything gone. They didn't even save my son's baby book. You know, like, the stuff like that. So. But the thing was, was, like, freedom and my little garbage bag full of comedy notes. Like, yeah. my son, my comedy notes, all of that was, like, the yeah. like what I was thinking and just praying that I would have yeah. at the end of that. Yeah. So when I was in jail, I ended up getting bonded out, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I ended up, like, as soon as the court date was, they were like, well, your house arrested. And I'm like, that's pretty shitty. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I can't leave my I can't work? Hand. Yeah, exactly. Like, how am I... Yeah. Okay. So, I went to... On that court day, I um, went to my psychiatrist, because I had one at the time, you know, after, mm-hmm. like, dealing with all that. Yeah. And then I went to Dollar Tree, because I'm going to need some supplies if I want to be bunkered down, right? <laughs> right, right. Well, they violated me within, like, that day. From and, going to the psychiatrist yeah. and going to Dollar Tree. And I had a faulty tether to where it wouldn't charge because you're supposed to be plugged in for like four hours out of the day. And then I was supposed to blow into this little because they gave me an alcohol monitored one, even though like my case had nothing Everybody to do with it. Everybody does that, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had to blow in it every six hours. And if I missed, you know, yeah. I would go back to county. Right. So mine was faulty. I mean, mm-hmm. I had to call Riverview Police to, like, you guys come help me fix this tether because <laughs> they're going to bring the sheriffs, and I need you guys to, like, at least witness that, you know, I'm not crazy, and, you know, like, if you could talk to them, too, because right. you guys can witness this, because I just felt like I was being, like, set up again in the sense <laughs> of, like, they want me in jail. They yeah. really want me in fucking jail. Yeah. And a lot of weird stuff happened then because my son, or not my son, but my dog, which is, like, a son, Mm-hmm. When he had went outside and, like, ran towards his blonde woman, which was going to the building that that witness was, mm-hmm. and something in me asked her, like, hey, do you know by chance a woman that kind of witnessed, you know, some crazy, you know, some guy go on a girl's car? You know? And she was like, my sister, that was my sister that witnessed it. I was like, no shit, I found my witness. Because I didn't oh. know my witness's name or anything. You just kind of, like, had seen her, but yeah. not really knew her. Yeah. Yeah. Apartment complex. Yeah. yeah. So, at my psychiatrist, too, as I'm telling them about the case, because I had missed the appointment because I was in jail and I was supposed to get, like, my med refilled, which I was like, hey, you know, med yeah. me up, baby, if I'm going to be in, you know, yeah. this little fishbowl of apartment. Yeah. So... 
as I'm telling like them, you know, like the situation of why I missed it, and if I can see the doctor right now, or maybe at least you know get something going because I'm on house or what. Right. The witness worked at my at the building that my psychiatrist. Holy shit! And overheard everything, and she and I seen her face, and she was like, "I was yeah." She was like, "That was me." That was me. Okay. And I mean, I had goosebumps because it was like, "What? Like, what are the fucking odds?" Right. Right. I mean. Like, it gives me goosebumps right now talking about it. So with your case, so you have your witness. She, I got her name where I was able to tell my lawyer, mm-hmm. which helped a lot yeah. in the situation because they interviewed him when he was all doped up and his family's around, and he lied. He was like, oh, no, she shot me. Then I went through her windshield. You know, she was, you know, right. making it seem like I was, you know, in front of the, the family. Yeah, you can hear him on the, even the, the court, like the recording they played in court, like, oh, she's she's a whore, you know, and all this stuff. Because, right. of course, my ex is telling him the worst things about yeah, me. Exactly. You know what I mean? Be paying me to exactly. be this bad. So the cops ran on that. Yeah. And my lawyer just ate them up. Like, do you know that, hey, maybe he was high on, like, all these pain meds and wasn't giving a full, you know, truthful statement? Right, you know? Right. And, I mean, all that And Lauren knows what was still in the system from the night before. They checked. And he had cocaine, alcohol, a bunch of slew of stuff oh, in his shit. system. Yeah, which yeah. kind of, like, hey, you know, this guy was all, like... He was all whacked out. He was all juiced up, yeah. you know? Yeah. Him, him and, the, and, yeah, and then he cheated on me, which I didn't know about all of this stuff till after that, the fact. Later, the fact, yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, that's the thing. It was just, like, how it all... How, like, the ingredient... So how, it was a recipe of disaster. How long from the time that this all happened until now... When, because you're you're pretty much free now. Yeah. So I had a. So they violated me. Um, after, <laughs> after being like uh, the, after being like a week out from the psychiatrist and the den, uh, and the Dollar Tree appointment, uh, I ended up spending six months awaiting trial, which uh-huh. I was supposed to have a, a trial in April, but the judge was going through stress and needed to take a vacation, so they rescheduled it till June. Okay, so, so I had to stay there for two months. And, I mean, mind you, everything's mean. So, I mean, I'm hoping, like, my my son was actually, CPS got involved again by like because of the apartment where they wanted to take him from his dad at the apartment and put him with my stepdad. Oh. And, or he was going to go into a foster home. Oh. So I had to look that guy in the eye like, listen, I'm getting out of here, buddy. Like, yeah. I'm coming home. Please, like, mm-hmm. just give us time. Mm-hmm. And my court case had happened on June 6th, and I, it's crazy because, like, I had the jury, and they only took, uh, like, 20 minutes to deliberate and found, you know, not guilty, but the only charge that I had, was charged with, was uh, concealing the weapon. Since I didn't unload the clip when I was driving, Mm. that's what I got hit with. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't have the CPL. Driving him to the yeah, hospital. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I didn't unload my gun and, you know, think of that before. Oh, okay. So that's what they hit me with. And it was like a $1,000 personal bond. And, like, if I paid 500 bucks, I could be off parole. So I was, like, off parole in, like, less than, I don't know, three months. Okay. So when what year did this all, what month and year did that all happen? This happened in 2000 and. 17 because i just turned 27 okay okay so i was almost gonna be like in the 27 club i felt like my life was over so you're exactly 10 years uh younger than me yeah because i because i was uh 2007 i was 27 yep okay so so you got through all this and then um you were on probation for how many years 
Oh, I was just, I was on parole for like three months. Oh, you were on parole for. That's all. Yeah, I just had to pay five hundred dollars and get off of it. Oh, okay. So why can't we have talked about this until after? Because I have to wait. Um, I had to wait five years for the expungement. Ah, that's where we're at. Okay. Yeah. So that's taking place now. Yes. Okay. It's, it's yeah. It's good. Okay. That's why I can talk about and give names. You can do all that, and you shot Kennedy. I shot a Kennedy. Yeah. Well, we end up getting like back together after the court. It, you got, we, that's right. That's the other part about it. Yeah, we did have a conversation about this before. We did. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing <laughs> was, is labor. like, it gets crazier because they mentioned the whole cop and me thing at the court case, oh, which yeah? did not look good for Riverview and the detectives. No. That did not look good. No. And they know that there was record of it. Is he married? No. Oh, okay. I was wondering No, I mean, it, it was just one of those things like, where if it was like a it's real a conflict scandal. of interest. No, too. it is a conflict of interest. And... My oh my judge uh, Vonda Evans she was real interested in that because it was salacious like oh really Wait, your judge was Vonda Evans yes. oh my god Lord, oh yeah oh. how was how fun was your court how fun was your court dates oh man she was uh she, it was kind of scary to her on the radio forever you it know? was kind of it's, it's intimidating as shit you know she's a strong black woman Absolutely. look at me little suburban white girl like i'm yeah. like oh dude they're gonna fucking hate me yeah but she's like you shot a white man it's yeah, okay no, right. <laughs> yeah exactly one for the team you know <laughs> they're winning every day they can take and that's a lot. the thing they had warrants put out for charlie to make it to court and charlie didn't want to go to court Oh, really? Yeah, like him You're and... the one that got shot, dude. Get there. Yeah, no, yeah. he... Well, the thing was, like, the fact that him not wanting to go... He didn't want to go because he was drugged up during his testimony. Well, that too. And the thing is, he didn't want me to go away for 40 years. Yeah. He felt bad about the whole so situation. You guys, so you guys got back together after after the you got charged, right? We got During back, the trial? Um, we got back together when I was already out of jail, and you like everything was, and everything was pretty much over. Okay, everything was over. Yeah. So you guys got back together. Yeah. And how long did you date for that time? We were together then, um, pretty much on and off for six years. What did his family say about this? So it was crazy because I ended up spending Christmas with them afterwards, mm -hmm. and his mom was talking to me outside, and she's like, "I wasn't there. I don't know the situation, but I'm sure you had a good reason." And that's just kind of like how oh, she had it. Oh shit! Mama threw him under the bus. And not in a, in a way like in a way like I get it. Yeah. In a way where she was like pretty much like, "Hey, I wasn't there," because I mean, she didn't really know how he was being violent towards me or abusive, you know, in right. that type of way. So, right. and it's just one of the things where she said that, like, she just kind of knew that it wasn't, like, my intentions. You know, you know what I mean? Like, right. my I It was accident. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, so, after all of that, we, um, yeah, we were dating, and it was, like, that, I mean... Because it's hard to really move on or date people after you just be like, yeah, I just shot my ex border, you know, at the yeah. time. Because it was, like, even trauma bonding. Like, I trauma bonded with them. Like, he yeah. was there with me when I found my mom dead in the nursing home type shit. Like, right. So you, you know, guys, So you guys ended up, like, getting back together for a long time after that. Yeah, we were, yeah, and it was a little on and off. And it was, you know, a little crazy. But, I mean, that's the thing, though, is just. Uh, losing so much family and just kind of having friends betray. You know what I mean. When you took him to the ER, yeah. Did you think there was any chance that he might not make it? Um, 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, though, I was like, yeah. were you really scared about that? Oh, yeah. No, because I mean, I I wanted to, I didn't want. The I mean, it's the first know. first reason why you took him to the hospital. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, and I mean, it wasn't like I panned. No, I just like immediately it was just gut instinct. Just take him in there. And I just kind of felt like, you know, the way I, I mean, I got in there less than five minutes. Like yeah. I did 90 on Fort Street, blew right. through red lights. Right. It was like, hey. And I mean, I it, the bullet went, went through like right through. Mm-hmm. Miss all his major organs, miss his spine. And it was crazy because I did think like, man, you know, like I did when I was in Riverview jail, I was, you know, kind of couldn't sleep because I'm like, I hope he's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's the thing. Like the it attack. didn't mean for it to happen. No, it was. And that's the thing. It was just like at that moment, I just wish it never would have happened. I wish it, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? But that's the thing is, is like. That's the only regret It's the craziest it. oh shit moment anyone could ever have. Well, yeah. And I mean, yeah. I didn't even have a criminal record really before that. Like, right. I mean, I had a couple seatbelt tickets or something like speeding. <laughs> yeah. But as far as like anything criminal, I mean, no. no nothing was... bad's ever happened like that. And the thing was, like, I wanted to do comedy. So when my dad died at like 25, I took a bunch of acid, watched Bill Hicks, you know, one of those like revel- right. revelations. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's what got me into comedy because I just didn't know what I wanted to be. Right. So it was like that quarter century midlife thing where I'm like you know I need to do comedy because I don't know it was just natural um, who uh, like influenced you to do comedy besides like your dad and uh, like who were your influences like comedian wise my brother because my brother would get high and do silly shit oh yeah and we would oh and he had his wife had like Asperger's and so she was always like childlike so he would make fart noises and she would laugh for like two minutes over it so we were always silly like and my brother was just a silly guy yeah so us like doing like social experiments like prank calls right to jerky boys you know even watching snl and yeah i always stayed up late so i would catch like the bet late night after dark comedy things. And I don't know. It was just laughing. It felt like it was a good medicine. Yeah. Who through really, all the shit. Who really makes you laugh right now in comedy? It could be like national. It could be local. Uh, anything, anybody. Any, who's making me. Who, who's, who's on making, my radar. Who's making you laugh. I've been liking Dave Landau. Yeah. Yeah. I like I, his humor a lot. I did a guest spot for him once. Yeah. And he's such a funny guy. I like And he's him. such a nice person, too. I do. I like the, I like his comedy style a lot. Uh, I mean, locally, I, I would say everybody's doing their thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a creative process to where, you know, as time grows, you, you know, learn or you don't. Right. But, I mean, I haven't really been watching too much <clears throat> of other people. Mm-hmm. At the moment, been well, working on yourself a lot. Yeah, especially with the school year and like my son, it's kind of like I have to put a little bit of my stuff on the back burner mm-hmm. to take care of him. And of course, with the economy and all this shit, and work not work's not been the best. That you know, right. I've had to skip out on some open mics just to you know stay afloat. And what do you do for a living? Well, I am at a strip club. I won't say what my occupation is, but it, I mean, sometimes it's lucrative and there's other times where it's like horrible. Okay. But you, you know? do like travel bartending too, right? Yeah. And I yeah. mean, I have a great time mm-hmm. and thankfully, you know, I've had a lot of people throughout the journey kind of been cool. You get to go to a lot of cool places too, right? Yeah. yeah. I love it. I yeah. miss it. Especially when a lot of the ele- uh, election stuff was going. 
<laughs> the Republicans loved me for some reason. I mean, I mean, you're, you're like their poster girl. You're Man. like, get this bitch a gun and an American flag, I and she's swear. got a fucking calendar, right? Right. But as soon as they see the joint and the purple hair, they're like, oh shit, what side is she really on? <laughs> she woke. We don't know. Um, well, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back and do the unsanctioned seven, the seven random questions, and you get a lot more with Elise Amadon. Thank you. You hear the sweet sounds of that banjo, y'all heard it right. The Diva Cup is back in town, and we are bringing the wildest comedy showdown you've ever seen to On the Rocks and the Sushi Bar and Japanese Bistro in Wyandotte, Michigan. Join us on Tuesday, November 28th at 9 p.m. for the ultimate hoedown showdown. It's free for everyone, thanks to our friends at On the Rocks, so make sure you saddle up. We're going full-on country this time, and up to 40 comedians competing for the title. Sign-up is at 8.30, and it's a show-up, go-up time. And cash prize alert, the winner takes home $100 in cold, hard cash and the prestigious Diva Cup trophy. And judging the last will be none other than Diva Cup 6 champion Matt Ceresny and the fabulous downriver diva of drag herself, Whitney Naomi. Who will reign supreme and be our Diva Cup champion? I'm not sure, but you know what? It's a rootin' good time, and you would not want to miss this night. Mark your calendars, Downriver. And if you're hungry, it's Dollar Burger Night till 11 p.m., and we're throwing half-off select appetizers, too. Tuesdays are going to be a whole lot tastier, so come on out to Diva Cup and have ourselves a good old hoedown showdown of a time. Bye. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome to the Sh 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 She Unit. The She Unit podcast is a new podcast that celebrates all forms of she's, tackling topics and taboos, and unifying everyone identifying as a she. So make sure you check it out and subscribe anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Bye. Ready Metro Detroit and Downriver for the sassiest and classiest comedy showcase in town. Introducing the Sass and Class Comedy Showcase, brought to you by the hilarious mastermind behind the Diva Cup competitions, myself, Stephanie Ann. Taylor AC Lounge, we're bringing you an evening of laughter absolutely free, all right? Join us on December 7th at 9 p.m., Taylor AC Lounge on E-Course Road in Taylor. Uh, we have made a lineup that will have you in stitches. We got Hannah Osborne, we got Scott Sealand, Cliff DeMarco, and Alex Wellhausen. But wait, there's more. Stick around for five open mic lottery spots after the showcase, each with three minutes to shine. It's not just comedy, it's your chance to audition for a future paid showcase gig. One lucky comedian will be chosen by the audience to be on the next showcase. So. Save the date, mark your calendars, and get ready to laugh your socks off with the Sass and Class Comedy Showcase. Bye.
And we're back with more Elise Amadon on Sanctioned by Stephanie. Yay! Yay! <laughs> and she promised me that she didn't bring her gun. So no that's gun. good. No more guns. No, no guns. more guns. Not even a squirt gun. Not even a squirt gun. Yeah. Super soaker. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you still have a squirt gun. Man, it's hidden pants. somewhere. In your pants. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, Basically, we learned a lot about you today. I'm super excited that you came. (laughs) I'm excited to be here. And I'm glad that you cleared it all up because it was like something that I think a a couple people in the comedy community were like, oh, is she, is she, what? Did you hear about this? Did you, you know? And I mean, like, there's a news article, you know? I know, yeah. (laughs) I mean, and want to hear one crazy kicker before we can end the story? Yeah. Was my brother... Like, the year my dad died, my brother was on the news for bringing the toy gun to the Southgate Bank. Oh, my God. No <laughs> way. Oh, yes. So, I want to get our mugshots and a t-shirt together, but <laughs> his mugshot was funny. It was so sad. And they had my son on the news because it was my son's gun. Uh-huh. So, he, we had this whole artillery of, oh like, fake... Oh, my God. It was... Yeah, and this, like I said, it happened... Not yeah, pretty much like uh, thirteen months exactly. I'm telling you, we have to like do a fucking calendar with the lease, <laughs> like, holding, like the women of Detroit comedy, and have a lease like just holding a gun in a American gun. <laughs> and like oh wait no take her to guido and the guy and have her like hang with the um with the trump uh the trump statue in the back the, the cutout where's oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay so anyway um it's time for the unsanctioned seven okay the seven random questions that we ask everybody here on sanctioned by stephanie all right all right your first question is you have a pretty unique name, okay? Thank you. Um, if you got to choose your name, what would it be and why? I would like to have my name be some. Oh man, why? I would say Giselle. That was my aunt's mm-hmm. name and my cousin's name. That's cool. Yeah, like they that. had, yeah, it's pretty. It is really pretty. Um, bitch of a fucking model though you know really <laughs> my aunt was kind of a bitch really yeah my cousins haven't even come like i haven't seen them at any of the funerals <laughs> um do you have a secret talent no 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 uh no i wish if i had the money i could do it i have like a bunch of like inventions i want to patent like written down and like ideas like that yeah yeah, but I mean that's not a talent. Oh, I mean it's well, I mean like it, it's a secret though. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> okay, you get a point for that. Okay. You get a point for that. All right. Um, next one. Uh, oh, when you were a kid, did you ever give your favorite um, stuffed animal or toy a name? No, I did not, because I would remember. You would remember. I just had hamsters I would put in my Barbie car and put it down the stairs. Whoa, 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 whoa. You were a hamster kid? I had, oh, yeah, and frogs. I and love frogs? frogs. Okay, so you had, so you're like an animal chick then. I love animals. Okay, how many animals do you have right now? I just have a cat and a dog. A cat and a dog, that's yeah. it. Yeah. But animal chicks have to have more than one. Usually, I didn't, I mean, you want them to have a friend. Yeah. Did you want a pony? Were you a pony girl? No, I wanted a dog for like ever. So when I was 22, I bought my dog. And what kind of dog do you have? A Yorkie poodle. Oh. He is tiny, like, tiny? Yeah, 10 pounds. 10 pounds. 
Oh my god! And you kick him all the time on accident. Oh no, no! I mean, <laughs> he's, I used to do mine. I, I'm too busy holding him. He's never even on the floor. Oh, he's a snuggle bear. You got a lethargic dog that just like hangs on yeah, your titties. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I thought he, like I would get on like drug. Like if I was like tripping on mushrooms and I was holding him, I would think he's dead because he was so relaxed <laughs> and I would start like crying. <laughs> but he wasn't, you know. I'd be like, everyone come here. Is he okay? We used to do that with my Yorkie. Like we'd be like the dog would be like laying on the bed and I'd be like uh, uh, and yeah start like it's just lifeless it. like, like, well when they lay on their back you really think like oh my god I yeah. think it's gone and you don't see it breathing and no. it's just you know I'm I'm, I'm, I'm hallucinating it's and... the same thing with a baby though I swear to god like I was like holding a mirror over my kid's nose while they slapped I'm like are you alive you know right <laughs> exactly and it's like the baby's just sleeping like perfectly alright uh, next question let's see here Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, what is a food that you just can't get behind that people like? I do not like, uh, that freaking, oh, sauerkraut. Sauerkraut? Yeah. Are you a pickle person? Do you I like, like pickles? pickles? Yeah. Yeah, but, but the consistency of like sauerkraut, like that wilted lettuce with vinegar, like yeah. even starving in jail, that was the one thing I just I couldn't I couldn't touch. What was something in jail that you like you would go to? Like did you get like commissary? Oh oh of course. Yeah. I got fifty a week. Were you a flaming hot Cheetos person? No. Did I you make like, like that. prison prison pizzas? No, <laughs> we did have cook ups and What's I would that? So that's when you would, like, crush chips into your ramen noodles. Oh, shit. Okay. And you would kind of, like, let your noodles blow up, which would be putting water and just letting it sit, since uh-huh. we don't have, like, microwaves or anything. Right. And usually you would do hot water, but, yeah, you just let it sit, let the noodles blow up, and then you would put, of course, like, the seasonings with the chips. So we would do sun chips, Doritos, and people would do, like, hot Cheetos. I mean, they'll do sausage, cheese, like and just that, to give it some more flavor. Yep, and then when it's in the, we'll have to make it out of like the chip bag, which is like kind of foilish. Okay. So then we would put it like that and run hot water to kind of melt it, and make it hot. Yeah. I mean, there's gourmet in, 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 in everything. Oh yeah, <laughs> in, in jail. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. So the, did people have uh did people have like uh weird things that they like were definitely illegal that they would hide? Like, did people like have like lighters and shit like that? Well, it was hard to kind of get away with smoking and, like, cigarettes on the women's side because it's kind of smaller and uh, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, you couldn't really get away with shit. But so you the can't men's smoke ward, in prison? It, well, in prison you can, I but then they quit doing it when they kind of banned all the... you were in jail. The, you were in yeah, jail. Yeah, it was in a county, but they did used to have smoking in prison, but when they did the, like, bar laws, like, when they kind of mm-hmm. stopped... Yeah. That's that, when they stopped. Yeah, even in prison. So that kind of... You know, that shit's on people's day. But, yeah, there's no smoking in there. So, yeah, chicks have, like, been caught with some... uh, I remember, what was this chick? She had, like, a little bundle of, like, drugs on, you know, stuck up her. You know, in the pocket. It's easier for, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But that's the thing, though. I wasn't, like, the psych ward of it for, like, three months out of the whole thing. Really? Oh, I mean, bad. Like, this is where, like, the mentally ill, you Mm -hmm. know... Crack champions of twenty years like ago. People are screaming in the oh, middle of yeah, the night. Oh yeah, no, people will throw their fecal matter on the walls. <laughs> oh shit! And the fact Literally. that they, well, yeah, the fact that I went in crying because oh. I shouldn't have been a violate, you know, violate yeah. on the tether was why I was put there because I was crying. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. 
That's wild. I mean, I don't know. Oh, my God. Uh, what number are we on, Ben? We're on number five. Okay. Um... Let's see here. All right. You talked about making pranks, prank phone calls. All the time. All right. What was your best prank phone call? What's your one that you can, like, brag about? Oh, um, <clears throat> let me see. Probably when we would uh, prank our fr- uh, friend Tanya at the time, uh, her grandparents, and I would mimic her voice and, like, kind of repeat what she was saying and the thing that had the cadence down so funny that it kind of confused the grandma as if it was like an echo effect oh really yeah it was just just kind of funny (laughs) tanya (laughs) that's so funny um all right so next one let's see here oh okay here's one all right all right number six what's a purchase you made that you immediately regretted Ooh, a purchase that I made that I instantly regretted. Oh, there's so fucking many. I guess my telescope. Your telescope? Yeah. So what possessed you to get a telescope? Because I love space, and I was going, like, up north a lot, so, like, the stars out there are, like, so gorgeous. And mm-hmm. I remember taking it to, like, Dark Sky Park, which is, like, 20 minutes south of the Mackinac Bridge. Mm-hmm. And my friends, I had, like, lent them to use it. Well, like, the lens were missing so like the whole thing i didn't even know how to freaking work it with so i never got to like properly use it because like there was missing a couple lines the little like notch to like get the eye thing like just right plus these fake lashes won't let me really peer into it uh-huh. you know right. so it was like it was just like, like i can't even <laughs> i can't really use this shit oh my god fake <laughs> lashes like fuck up your day especially when it's sunny out and you got to put on sunglasses and you're like oh my god i gotta put my i don't have a long ass nose all right and i have to put them bitches right to the tip i cannot imagine trying to look into a telescopic lens like no it wasn't it's not it's not easy at all like yeah you you crush it it's just it's so yeah crushing lashes um so uh this is the final question <laughs> all right we ask this to everybody where do you see yourself with um comedy in five years like you you are really um just you seem like you're really just enjoying getting out there and putting out what you are coming up with well in five years i'm hoping to at least be able to kind of get on any local or like try area show that i would want to Mm -hmm. i uh definitely want to at least gain more following on you know whether if it's like doing the podcast and yeah all of that you know what i mean but then i have like the authenticity of just like people that kind of like fuck with me fuck with me mm-hmm. yeah you I know. know yeah yeah because i'm a special i'm a special breed so in a type of just like i mean you know like it's definitely unique honey it's, you know just well that's why we like you so much you know <laughs> what i mean and it's like and it's so funny because it's like I mean, you can say some off the wall shit and I'm still like gonna, I'm still gonna have your back if you need to walk to your car. You know what I mean? mean, Like, I love you. 
it just is what it is. Yeah. It all comes out of love in yeah. the end, you yeah. know? I just don't have a filter. And I mean, I just kind of one of those people, like, I'm not going to hold whatever, you know, I think. or Well, you know, I'm just not going to hold back on something I think is funny. You and know? I fucking respect you for that, too. Like, like, I mean, like, and honestly, like, I might not agree with you on everything that you say. But, like, honestly, like, at least you can have a dialogue about whatever you say. You have something you come back with with something to follow up with it. You know what well, I mean? It's not know. like, and, and the thing is, is like, we, um, you know, we have different styles of comedy, but you always make me fucking laugh. Like <laughs> well, every you. time you come to my shows, <laughs> you just make me laugh. Like, and you always come and you're always dressed wonderfully. Well, and that's you. one thing that I want to say to everybody. Like there's a <laughs> lot of, there's a lot of people out in the comedy game that just don't take pride in their appearance, and Elise is one of them that does. <laughs> so I mean, hey, you're going up on stage. I don't want to look like just. But, but I, I just want to steal your clothes and make them bigger. You know. <laughs> but well, thank any, you. Anyway, I want to say, um, like, I'm excited uh, to have. There's there's so many more new Downriver comics now. You know what I mean? It's like I. Oh yeah. It's like it's like I. I mean, when I came out, like my first year, I didn't really see a whole lot of down. And it's like, oh yeah, now there's more people. You know, and it's wild. And um, but uh, I want you to tell everybody what you're doing, what about your podcast and everything. Okay. And I'll then, do um, a few plugs. A yeah, let's plug do that in. and your Insta everything. So go okay, for it, girl. So Delix is on YouTube. That's the podcast mm-hmm. I have with my boyfriend, mm-hmm. which is pretty much open forum. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just one of those, hey, yeah. kind of shoot around the shit. And then uh, on Instagram, it's uh, my last name, which A-M-I-D-O-N, Elise, E-L-I-S-E. Facebook, it's Elise. You know, you get the gist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we have to be, name. like, mutual friends for, like, requests or just follow the Weirdo Delics podcast page. That would kind of help yeah, a little more. for sure. And, I mean, just things are going to start growing, obviously. Yeah. You know, as time goes on, you know, hope you know, because you, you want your own website or your own thing. You know what I mean? Just yeah. as time grows. But, you know, I'm just enjoying the ride right now. So one last thing for about you. Um, so you're doing the podcast with your boyfriend, Brian. Brian yeah. Omey, who's been on Sanctioned by Stephanie, also a Downriver comic. Um, what's it like dating a comic? Horribly fun. Horribly fun, right? No, it's what do you guys do? Just get a high and write all day? No, I mean, there's perks to it. I yeah. mean, because, you know, we can bond on, like, the people that we both like as far as, you know, mm-hmm. comedy sense and styles go. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, we're all kind of... Men, not mentally ill, but you know we all <laughs> we all have a you we know understand each other. A yeah, little more, you know, yeah. just it's a little thing, and it kind of clashes because sometimes when you're with being like a comedian and then a person, but then when you're with another comedian, like sometimes it doesn't turn off. Okay, when you need, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it just kind of you're like shut up and be Brian right yeah, now, right? And exactly, you know. And then there's times where like maybe <laughs> I'm doing it the wrong time. And he's like, "Bitch, you're high." Yeah, you know, like right. I've been <laughs> so it's. I mean, I don't recommend it for everybody to date a comic. Yeah, you know, it's. It One just seems to be working out okay, though. It seems, yeah. Well, you guys is. are creating something together, and that's something that's really gonna like just help help you guys with uh, both and with both your acts too. I mean, doing a podcast for sure is one thing that like it just it it breeds material. It's oh, wild. Yeah. It's wild how it. It's I mean, it's it literally does. Um, so uh, but you got all that out there, and thank you. 
thank you one more time for being here. No, thank here. you for having Give me. Give her a clap for Elise Amadon, everybody. Yeah. Okay, and then just before we started recording this tonight, um, there was uh, a post on Facebook made uh, about a passing, the passing of a fellow comic, um, Morgan Copeland. Morgan Copeland um, came about in the scene the first time that I ever met Morgan. He came to the... Uh, the comedy, the comedians kickball game that we uh, we put together um, last year, uh, just to you know raise a little bit of money for charity, and uh, and he came out and he came riding up on a motorcycle, uh, looking like a, a bald James Dean, and <laughs> and he was so helpful and so sweet and like and you know very quiet guy, and uh, you know I didn't know him very well at yeah. all, but had multiple conversations about comedy with him throughout, you know, the couple years that no, I've known him. No, I mean, him. condolences to his family and yeah. friends and everyone that knows him, because this is sad. Like, I have nothing but great things to say about him, like you said. Yeah, Light, no, very, nice, very nice quiet, guy. You know, and it's 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 sad. Yeah. Because we never know when our time is, you know. And, and I don't know the circumstances of his passing or anything like that, but um, I just hope that if he has um, a higher power that um you know that they are looking out for him yeah and the other thing that i wanted to say about it was uh morgan was pretty vocal about his sobriety and um i i'm not sure exactly when i last ran what day it was that i last ran to into him i'm having like you know the dates are the nights are running together right. right now. It's like if I go out two nights a week, I forget where I'm at. You I mean, know? I remember seeing him at Canton, and yeah, just always hello, like just very for just just cool guy. But and he it's had sad. A, yeah, the last time I spoke with him, we had a we had a quick little conversation about sobriety, and he he told me that he was proud of me. He was proud of me for doing the last episode of Sanctioned by Stephanie. Um, you know, I talked about being sober. And he had said that he was proud that I made that decision and that I'm yeah. still, I was sticking with it. And I just want to say, like, I'm really, really. Um, I'm bummed. It was bummed news, man. I was I was touched. I was touched by by a lot of the things that he said in, yeah. in his presence here. And, it, and even if he was only in my life and out of my life for a moment, like, um, I really want to tell his family, like, I am. I'm sorry. And, yeah. And thought like. And, prayers to your family well, like, we're vulnerable against yeah. each other i mean we're going up there just like you know pretty much exposing our wounds and or whatever and i mean we hey just, even though we don't all know each other yeah. personally like we are we are literally some type of family it is kind of connective it really you know, is though because i mean if there was certain things going on i know mm -hmm. there's like one of you like you know could call yeah. even just talk to you know because everyone it is it's the open loving community you know but, I'm thankful for it. But um But this is sad. It is cuz it hurts. Yeah. But Morgan, um you were a really good guy and yeah. we're all going to miss you. So For sure. Um thank you guys for listening to Sanction by Stephanie. Thank, thank you so you. much for Hug listening and to love the... and kiss your ones, you know. <laughs> right. Exactly. And thank you so much for listening to the last episode. Um it, and like I said, uh we're going to keep trying to put some more quality shows out for you guys and uh, make sure you check out She Unit. It's about to drop soon. Thanks again, ooh, and ooh. bye. Bye.